Chick, chick, chick. Testing, testing, testing. One, five, niner, niner. Check, niner, niner. What's cracking, big dog? Welcome, bike, to the channel. Welcome, bike, to the HQ. It's Saturday, which means we're doing Q&A. Q&A, Q&Assault. I've coined that term. I'm going to send it in for a patent. It's Q&Assault Saturday. We all fucking assault me with all the questions that you could possibly think of fantasy-related, life-related, whatever you would like to ask me, this is your chance to do so. My name is Nicholas. This is BDGE. Big dogs gotta eat. If you want to be a part of the Q&A next Saturday, ask me any y'all questions right here. Instructions. Patreon.com forward slash BDGE. How we doing today? How we doing, everybody? Dylan, what's good? Jack, Goggin Deep Dill. That's a crazy-ass name. Jacob. Mr. Michael, Jake, Dylan, Mike, Kevin, Mike. How many fucking mics we got in here? Or is it just Mike? Mike, you got itchy fingers today, huh? I know I'm about to be asking, answering about 39 of your questions. I'm happy to be here. I hope y'all are happy to be here. It's a beautiful day. I'm leaving that window open, so maybe you could... Yeah, you can't see it. The lighting's too shot. But you got a glimpse into my world. We got no actual lighting going on right now. I took the studio lights out. We're going all natural lighting, all natural on this Saturday. It's a natural Saturday. We're going natural lighting. It's all beautiful. Let's talk about some wide receiver cornerback matchups first, as we always do. Not a lot of shadow coverage expected in this one. Not a ton. The first up, though, kind of a big one. Tamar Cooper versus James Bradbury. Let me put the chart up on the screen for y'all. See, is it this one? Yeah, we did it right. We did it right. Did it right. Skirt. Let me put it over there. Week six. So uh, we've got Amari Cooper versus James Bradbury. Now, this is a game that you want pieces of regardless, right? The Giants stink overall. The Dallas Cowboys defense stinks to fucking heavens. And uh, and you want to start a lot of pieces here. Amari Cooper has been brilliant. Brilliant, as smart people would like to say. I'm not very smart, so I just say he's the opposite of fucking stinks so far this year. Amari Cooper has been very good. Because the passing volume has been so high. James Bradbury has been fucking incredible, right? Great signing for the Giants. He's been one of the lone bright spots in this Giants offense. Going to be a tough matchup. But Amar has been way too good. He's been the clear alpha there. So you're not you're not fading him. Uh, I would say maybe tread lightly if you're a DFS person. I'm not a DFS person. I only gamble when I'm really in debt and I need a lot of money. So I'm gambling all the time, actually. But I don't play DFS. I was probably wouldn't play Cooper because James Bradbury has been very, 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 very good. It's probably going to open up a lot of the field to guys like CeeDee Lamb and Dalton Schultz and probably still not Michael Gallup, but just good to know. Just good to know. Just good to get your anxiety up. If you're a Cooper owner, you've loved life so far, and this will certainly give you a little bit of hesitation going into Sunday. If you don't go into Sundays with a sick feeling in your stomach, you're not human. Okay. So for all you Amari Cooper owners feeling good, this is what you fucking get. You deserve this. You don't deserve to have a peaceful Sunday. No one does. Okay. Then we've got the Houston Texans. I don't know what they're going to do because obviously things are switching up there. Uncle Bill's out. The fake un farce Uncle Bill who's only related through marriage, right? The real Uncle Bill is Bill Belichick, of course. He's he's blood through and through. We got Uncle Bill O'Brien gone. So I don't know what they're going to do on the defensive side of the ball. Bradley Roby's been shadowing opposing ones. Hasn't been incredible, but they've been a run-funnel defense where a lot of the success of opposing teams has come on the ground. So we'll have to see what goes on in Jacksonville. DJ Chark expected to get that shadow coverage from Bradley Roby. Chark coming off a very, 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 very big game. 
And uh, if you see in my rankings, obviously, if you are a Patreon, you are in the stream right now and you have access to my weekly rankings, patreon.com forward slash BDGE. I got Chark pretty damn high. I got him all the way up at wide receiver 15. So he's coming off a huge game last week. Eight and nine targets, 95 yards, two touchdowns. That's kind of the DJ Chark we expected. It was against Cincinnati, so a much lighter opponent. I think, you know, Chark bike. Chark's fucking bike. And Chark is Chark. LaVisca Chanel. Vernon Hargraves. Vernon Hargraves stinks. This is a, a nice matchup for LaVisca. So if you're looking for a uh, a crispy little wide receiver three or a flex option that you think can throw up seven, eight, nine, maybe gets lucky, gets into the end zone, that's what Chenault's kind of looking at this uh, this week. And then we have Deontay Johnson versus Darius Slay. So we've got this Philly, this Philly, 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 Philly matchup. The battle of PA, Pittsburgh, and Philadelphia. Now, that's a tough matchup, Darius Slay. He's no, he's no easy, uh, he's no easy foe. He's no easy foe. I think he's hurt. Is he hurt? Am I lying right now already? Darius Slay, where art thou? Okay, no, he did get banged up, but he got he got back on the field and he's fine. And uh, it's a tough matchup for Dante Johnson, which means they'll probably be targeting the middle of the field a little bit more. This could be a Juju game. This could be uh, an Eric Ebron game. I I still think Deontay Johnson cleared from the concussion is very, very much startable, even with uh, a lot of Darius Slay coverage in his near future. The near future for Deontay. Deontay. That'd be a fucking baller name. If instead of his Deontay, it was Deontay. Like Zion, but you put it. What the fuck is that guy? He's carrying a whole ass scarecrow. You're going to put that shit in your apartment? I need to start decorating. I need to start decor. I think I'm going to put a, a scarecrow right, right back here. I got to get a Christmas tree for the corner for sure. I'll put a menorah right here, too, in the videos. Shout out my Jays. We're going to get decorative in this bitch. It's week five. Things are chilling. She's chilling. Let's take some questions. DJ Chark or Deontay Johnson? No, I kind of just dove into that. I, I would be playing DJ Chark. He's up there. And again, guys, if you just have a simple sit start, you want to know my answers for it, you could hop into the rankings, which are up on patreon.com forward slash BDGE. Hoping Cam comes back. If he doesn't go... If he doesn't, do I go with Burrow or Herbert? Hey, Her Herbert the pervert's not is not the nickname we will be branding him with. All right, he's he's been he's been pretty fucking good. So I'm going with herbs and spices. I'm going herbs and spices for for Jay Herbie. All right, no Herbert the pervert. He's a goat. So we have Burrow. Uh, I'm praying that Cam plays, man. I have him in like way too many fucking leagues. I'm like, I have him in all three of my redraft leagues. I have him in a dynasty league, which I'm falling apart in because I don't have anybody playing ever. Um, so I need Cam like on the field, but it's it's a long shot. But like if anyone's gonna pull this shit off, it somehow would be the Patriots. I don't know how they got that game move. Whatever, it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, Burrow on the road against Baltimore, twelve and a half point dogs. Or you could take Herb against the Saints on Monday Night Football. I'll be honest, man. I I think I would take despite how hot Joey Burrow's been. That that's too tough of a matchup. I don't really think the Saints defense has been anything special. Uh, and Herbert's been pretty fucking good. So I will I will roll with Herbert. I think they're going to let him sling the ball a lot. They are big underdogs too, nine point, nine point dogs. Saints run defense is up there. And uh, it's just Kelly and Justin Jackson right now. So I wouldn't be surprised if they had to lean on Herb. Herb, Herb and Spice a little bit. So I'll, I'll go with Herb there, man. Herbie, Herbie, Herbie. Where y'all at? Kenyon Drake does good. What kind of wide receiver do you try to trade him for in PPR redraft? Uh, how about fucking DJ Chark, man? How about a guy like DJ Chark? I would say you could probably, like, Drake's trade value right now is probably like mid RB2. If he has a big game, he'll probably be boosted up to that, like, high end RB2. So try to flip him to someone that ha that is a high wide receiver, too. Maybe, uh, maybe a Tyler Boyd. 
maybe uh, DJ Chark, maybe uh, I'd stay away from the AJ Browns right now. Someone asked me why I had AJ Brown ranked so low, and it was because I explained it in yesterday's video. The knee thing is a concern for me, and now we're getting reports coming out that, yeah, it, it is still very much a, a problem for AJ Brown. I think it's going to be something that we are going to deal with for most of the year. What up, Mikey? Need to PPR, Terry Chark and Bobby Trees. Man, that's tough. Uh, as much as I hate, I mean, they're they're so close for me. I think I have Terry at 13, 12, Chark is 15, Woods at 16. So by my rankings, I would be sitting Woods. Doesn't feel good. Um, but like at this point, I don't know, you know, even with Kyle, I don't know how you could sit Terry. He's just way too high. His floor is just so high. And uh, and Chark's coming off that monster game. So I would I would definitely start Terry if you're gonna if if you're like me and you get a fucking pit in your stomach from sitting Bobby Woods I would I would sit Chark in favor of him. What's good, Salamane Amai? What's good? What's good? Could you give your analysis on Allen Robinson and Miles Sanders? Should we be worried about those two and or considering making moves to send them? Why would you be worried about Allen Robinson right now? What worries would you have about a Rob? The dude has been uh fucking in layman's terms so good so good a a a rob mm, 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 mm. a rob um has 39 targets over the last three games he has caught 27 passes he has gone over 90 yards in three straight games. yeah no 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 absolutely no worries about robinson i'm not even sure how that gets into your repertoire uh sanders is a guy i'm just holding like of course you have to you have to be worried because the offensive situation is so bad but I'm just of the belief that it can't get worse than what we've seen so far. So Sanders is not a guy I'm giving up on just because he's getting too much opportunity. And in today's running back landscape, the where it is right now, it's just it's just shitty all around. Like every running back fucking stinks. You're not getting workhorses anywhere. So good. Nino was good, Poppy. Zacchaeus, Edelman, or Ward at Flex one point PPR. Yeah, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go with Zacchaeus there. I kinda like him though. I like him a little bit as a Falcons fan. Uh, you have Edelman playing Monday night, so you don't know what the quarterback situation is. You have Greg Ward. Uh, I, honestly, I'd probably go with Greg Ward there, man. I mean, over and over and over again, he keeps showing us that he is a consistent playmaker in this offense when uh, when Wentz, when he's on the field. And Alshon Jeffrey's not playing again. Rager's obviously out. Sean Jackson will be will be biked, but um, very different players. So personally, I might, I, I might go with Ward, but Ward and Edelman are close for me there. Yeah, Dylan, half PPR, flex position, Gage, Renfro, or McKinnon, even though Moser is back. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go with McKinnon there for sure. Talked about it yesterday's video. I'm, I'm a big fan of uh, McKinnon this week, even with Moser back. I think they, seems like they trust him, so. Mm -mm. Ooh, interesting one. Full PPR, flex, Gage, or Damian Harris. I mean, Bro, I'm, I'm going with Harris there, even though he's not involved in the passing game. Maybe Gage gets in the end zone and gets you a lucky whatever, but Harris Harris looked good, man. Harris looked good. He looks like their, their go-to back. He looks like uh, a good guy to get into your lineup considering they are playing against Denver. And, um, I mean, if Cam's there, they should beat up on him. It's going to be good game script. If Cam's not there, it's these rookie quarterbacks or these shitty quarterbacks, and they're going to rely on the ground. So I would I would go Harris regardless. Sup, stick toe. CJ was... Was popping. Should I try to ship off Eckler? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, um, I'm not opposed to it. 
Like I would, I would get rid of Eckler if the right opportunity came in. I mean, listen, he's going to be gone for there, there. There's a chance that he misses way more time than we're pretending that he might miss. Like he's on the IR, so it's three weeks, three games, but that could easily turn into six. Which at that point, we'll see where the team is. Maybe they rest him another week or like this could turn into an eight week injury. I don't really know, so I'm I'm fine getting rid of Eckler. I, I get a lot of trade questions this week about like what to do with Eckler, what to do with Chubb. Should I trade Julio? Should I trade for Julio? My my overall theme is this, like, listen, I, I could be wrong about this stuff and Julio can be back in a week and stuff, but just like in the preseason when I tell y'all, um, I try not to draft injured players because more often than not, that does not lead to good things, especially with veteran players. Um, those injuries take time to heal up and they don't recover as quickly. I'm not like if, if I go into a draft with that mindset while we're already in the middle of the season, I'm not trying to trade for injured players. That's typically my mindset. So as enticing as a trade offer for Julio looks on, on paper, this is an injury that could that could be a multi-week injury and then linger for another week. And then before you know it, that's like four or five games of not real Julio that you just traded for. So JD Hogan, standard with two keepers. I had Lamar Jackson and Julio to start. I added Carson, Taylor, Chark, Woods. I'm two and two with low points four. So maybe a rebuild. I am offered... Okay, um, I'm offered Jackson plus Carson plus Woods plus an eighth for Rodgers and Mostert or Hunt plus a third. So this is not exactly a dynasty league. So when you say like eighth round pick, that's keeper league, but a lot of these guys are kept already. So, hmm. Okay, so... You're going to be giving up Jackson, Carson, Woods, and an eighth for Rodgers, Moser, Hunt, plus a third. Uh, I actually like the deal for you. I think Rodgers has looked fucking dynamite, so you will be getting um, most of the production that he loses in Rodgers. If you give up Carson for Hunt, that's a, easily a wash, if, if not way in favor of Hunt, because he's going to absolutely dominate with Nick Chubb out of the picture for the foreseeable future. And then the third, I'm not really sure what a third equates to in your league. If you have two keepers, that's kind of like a fifth or a sixth round. So I don't hate that. Um, giving up Woods, I mean, I guess it depends on what your wide receiver situation is. He's like a mid-wide receiver too, so it's probably not something you can't replace. But yeah, I don't, I don't hate the trade for you, JD. I think it's fair, and I think I'd probably even like your side a little bit. But yeah, I would definitely go with Hunt over Mostert. Was good, Nino. I'm pissed they ran out of all the Halloween donuts at Krispy Kreme, man. That's the thing. If, if, if you're getting seasonal foods, if you're getting seasonal drinks or whatever, you always got to go early in the day, especially with like with like fresh food like that, like bakeries and stuff. You got to understand if you go if you go to a Dunkin' Donuts like past 5 p.m., the donuts they give you are like cinder blocks. I mean, I'll still eat them shits, but you got to understand. You got to understand what you're getting into. So if you want pumpkin flavored things, a little life hack. If you want pumpkin flavored things, right, from any bakery or whatever, know that you got to go early in the morning, dog. Skirt. I have a flex problem, don't we all? Full PPR, my main two guys are Derrick Henry and Michael Evans. Cooper Cup, McLaurin, James Robinson, Miles Sanders, who am I starting? All right, so James Robinson at this point is, unben er, is unbenchable, Okay. So you're going with James Robinson as one of your flexes for sure. Great matchup. So much opportunity. And then you've got Cooper Cup, McLaurin, and who's the other one? Uh, 
Miles Sanders. So we have another matchup with the Rams where I think, I mean, Cup's been pretty fucking good over the last few weeks. I kind of like the matchup with Cup. And then we have McLaurin, who, again, is hard to sit, but I guess because you have really good options outside of him, I think you could probably take the seat with McLaurin, given Kyle Allen's the quarterback now. We don't know how the targets are going to be divvied up. Uh, to be honest, man, I'd probably play it safe with both running backs. I'd probably go with James Robinson and Miles Sanders. That's that's what I'm doing here. All right. Oh, boy. Who we doing? Hollywood or DJ Moore? I'll go DJ Moore, man. Both of them have both of them haven't really done shit, but at least give me um give me the fucking guy going up against the Falcons, DJ Moore. You need to be on an episode of T with Gary V. Bro, like I wish. I really do. I don't even know how you get on those things to be honest. I think you got to like text or call or whatever. I do believe I do believe at one day, at one point in my life, I will be in a room with Gary V. I think that will happen. I think we'll make fucking magic together. I man, I I'll be honest, man. I kind of been slacking on my Gary V content during quarantine. I like T with Gary V. I actually I, I like the premise of the content that he's putting out now, like marketing, uh, marketing for the now, and and stuff like that. But I wish like the content's not the same when they're doing it over Zoom and Skype and shit. Like the energy that he brings to the conversation when they're all in the room together is just the same same shit with like here like. When I do calls, if for those of y'all that watched like the last vlog, I talked about it. Like when I do Zoom um, pieces of content and stuff where I'm like talking to someone over the computer, it, it's just there's a lack of there's a lack of like energy and there's a lack of context behind a lot of things that are kind of lost over that connection. Um, but yeah, I do like the content that he's been putting out over quarantine because it's more like I. I loved him for the last like five years because he was so good with like mindset content and like changing your life in that style. But I don't really need that content too much anymore because I'm in like a good spot. I need more like nuanced and tactical shit, which is why his business and marketing stuff works for me um, in terms of like what what logistically I need to be doing on the social media platforms and, and what I need to be looking at that way, if that makes sense. Would you drop Marvin Jones Jr. for Naeem Hines? I have some good wide receivers, but I don't know if I'm ready to fade him. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a lateral move. It depends on your team. If you need running back, sure. Like, I'm not... I, I don't really want either of those guys in my starting lineup at this point. Daniel, my favorite way to spell Daniel is in the building. D-A-N-I-A-L. Love that. What's up, Nick? Who should I start as my flex? Deontay Johnson, Joshua Kelly, Damian Harris, and if Julio plays, would you be confident in starting him? No, I will not be starting Julio. I don't think he's going to play. Um, but if he does, I'm not... He's not going to be in my lineup anywhere. I would, I would, uh, I would throw Deontay Johnson in there. I would throw Deontay Johnson in there. I don't like the matchup for Kelly. I think he's going to be splitting 50, 50 with Jackson. Uh, Damian Harris. I, I do like if, if that's a, if that's a standard league, I'd probably go with Harris. If it's, if it's full PPR, um, then I go Deontay. I actually might lean Damian Harris in half too. If it's full PPR, Deontay, everything else, Damian Harris, Daniel. Oh, standard. Okay. Yeah. So I go Damian. Stick tall was good. Nick, I'm actually torn. I have Jefferson, Chark, and Woods, but can only play two. I already have CEH, Jacobs, and Carson. That Jefferson matchup is so juicy. Yeah, I mean, my rankings have all of them like super, super duper close. It's Chark at 15, Woods at 16, and then Jefferson down at 19. So they're all like really solid wide receiver two plays. I do love the matchup for Jefferson. Um, we'll have to see what the volume's like. Well, I mean, Kirk, you know, Kirk can get shaky on the road sometimes, man. He does, he does get um he does get a little um, 
he does get some stage fright when he goes certain places. I'm a little a little nervous for the for the matchup in, in Seattle, but they're so bad against the pass that I guess it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, I mean the same thing I said. Someone asked me Chark and Woods, and they're right next to each other, so I guess like flip a coin for that. If you want to get Jefferson in there, do it. But they're all so close for me. Kevin, how's your spooky season going? Good, man. I've I've consumed like fucking. I think it was on the last live stream where I showed you guys all the fucking pumpkin beers I've gotten. The pump, the harpoon pumpkin beers with the Dunkin' Donuts fucking collab are so bad. I keep drinking them and they get like so much worse each time I drink them. I need to stop doing them. And I got Blue Point pumpkin beer. I love spooky season. I really like this season a lot. But like only until as soon as November hits, like I'm over it. Like I wish we could just fast forward from November straight to April, right? It's like draft season, but it's also spring. Like I'm, I'm fucking nervous for the winter here in New York, man. If shit's shut down, this is going to be a uh, depressing, depressing winter. Hopefully, football don't get shut down. Good lord. Sorry, I didn't mean to make that a depressing thing, but spooky season's fun, man. Big fan of it. Halloween's in like two weeks. Goddamn. DJ Chark, DJ Moore, Hollywood Brown. Yeah, so guys, for all like the DJ Chark, Robert Woods, like all the guys that are like wide receiver 15 to 20, you could just, they're all so fucking close for me. Just go to my rankings for those. Is Kenyon Drake droppable if he sucks this week? Um, depending on what type of suck he is. If he's still getting 18 touches and he sucks, I wouldn't drop him. But if he, if if we see the volume plummet and he's still really bad, then I'm not going to fault you for it. But he's, he's probably not someone I'm, I'm trying to drop yet. Should I go D Jones over Josh Allen with the postponed game or just roll with Joshy? Uh, it, it's looking more and more like they're going to play. So if, I mean, listen, here's what I would do. Here's actually what I just did. I have a league where I have um, Cam Newton and then I had Daniel Jones. And I want to start Cam if Cam's playing. But what I did was I dropped Daniel Jones. And in the one quarterback league, if any of these guys are on your waiver wire, Chargers, Saints, like if, if Drew Brees or Justin Herbert's on your wire, I would go pick them up. And then that case you'll have until Monday night to know whether or not the Bills are going to be playing. And you want Josh Allen in your lineup, of course, right? He's starting over all those guys. So I think that gives you like the drop off from Josh Allen down to um, Daniel Jones or the, the drop off from like Daniel Jones down to Herbert or Brees. It's probably not even drop off. It's probably like the same production. So I would pick up one of those guys, wait until Monday night, and then hopefully we'll have clarification on whether or not the Bills are playing Tuesday night. That's what I would do. Assuming Breeze or Herbert's available for you, hopefully. Two things. Do you think the Rams take the same approach this week against the Redskins and phase Bobby Trees out of the game plan and pick one of the three, Miles Sanders, Bobby Trees, CeeDee Lamb? Uh, so I'm, I'll go with Miles Sanders there out of the three. And yeah, I mean, I, I would assume they go with the same game plan-ish. Um, though the Redskins are not, or football team is not a fucking easy team to run against. So... I, I think they'll probably try to pound it again. I, I'm sure it's going to be running back heavy focus, the game plan, because Cam Akers is, is bite, and they've got plenty of uh, bellies to tuck the ball into. So, yeah, it's probably going to be a similar game plan. But the football team is not good, so Bobby Trees, you know, it's, it, I don't think it'll be a complete phase out. He's always been a big part of their game plan. What do we got going on on Twitter? Anything new dropping here? Oh, I've also been getting a lot of questions about getting buying into the card, the sports card boxes that I posted on Instagram and I posted on Twitter and stuff. So I got a lot, a lot, a lot of of goodies coming my way. Shout out to Dime Cards on Instagram. So we're going to be doing box breaks. 
and they're actually supposed to be coming in today. I was kind of hoping they came in. Like I got an email about a delivery during this live stream so I can go get them. They'll be coming in today. Um, I will keep y'all updated on how to buy into the boxes, either through Twitter or Instagram. So just make sure you are following me everywhere on those things and at Big Dogs Fantasy on Instagram as well. And I'll tweet out. Um, you could DM me or, or whatever to get into the, the boxes. Oh, boy. We're getting fucking murked today. Prison for the breaks. Yeah, I mean, just, just go check out the picture I posted. All the stuff's in there. I did not skip your question. There are just 70 of them, and I have not gotten to all of them. Guys, I don't int I don't intentionally ever skip your questions, but there are just a lot of questions. Understand that, please. I am a human being, not a robot. Also, within the obviously, y'all can ask ask your questions within the Discord. I do see a lot of people just like dropping questions, like, and that's really it. Like, try to try to as in with like any forum or community, man. Like, try to um, contribute to it, right? Like, if other people are asking questions, throw your opinion in there. See what see what you think. Throw your start sits, your fucking expertise in that bitch, and uh, and they'll appreciate it. So that when you post, it's not just like you asking for something in return. You know, do you know what I'm saying? The best way to sell, ironically, is by not selling. Business 101. If Cam doesn't play, do I start Tannehill, Bridgewater, or Carr? Uh, I'm going to have Bridgewater probably ranked higher, but like, I don't know. I really like Tannehill. I feel like he's looked really fucking good despite not having his weapons, though I'm kind of questionable. Corey Davis not playing. A.J. Brown. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Very questionable, so I, I would probably end that game overall just questionable. So I'd probably lean with Bridgewater against the Falcons. Other proposal, Jackson, Carson, Woods, 8th, Wilson, Mostert, or Hunt, 5th. Um, man, got to like Wilson here. Is Wilson worth the drop-off from the 5th, from the 3rd up to the 5th? And which one? Yeah, you're definitely going Hunt over Mostert. I, I can't believe I even have to tell you that, to be honest. Um And I, it's your it's your preference. I mean, you have a better feel for like who's going to be available in the third versus the fifth. Um, so, if you feel like the drop off from the third to the fifth in terms of who you're going to get next year is worth the drop off from Wilson to Rogers, which I don't think is that that crazy this year. Rogers is pretty much like a top six fantasy QB going forward. So, I don't know. I, I'd personally probably invest into the future a little bit because I don't I don't think Rogers is going to be a bad uh, quarterback going forward. And take the third. Got trade offer for Keenan Allen. I would receive Robbie Anderson and Marquise Brown. Nah, I'd keep Keenan Allen at this point. His target share is up to like 40% with Herbert under center. McKinnon or Woods for flex spot. 12 team half PPR right next to each other on your rankings. Boop, boop. Um... My mom just sent me a picture of these 
two cards I have at home. It's an Ichiro and a Nolan Ryan uh, autograph cards. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I'd go McKinnon there. Just take the guaranteed work in the running back. If you're one and three and have Kamara, would you offload him for CH and Keenan Allen, or is trading an RB one out of the question? Mm. It, I mean, it's 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 a fair trade. I'll put it that way. It's definitely a fair trade, but like getting rid of Kamara is just heartbreaking at this point. I mean, if you're one and three and you're a good team, like you you have a better grasp on on what's going on there. Like if you're one and three and you've got unlucky in a couple matchups, I would probably try to keep Kamara because he he legitimately is a league winner if you get to the playoffs um but if you're one and three and like your team is just so shot and out of depth and you need a, a wide receiver then I, then I, I I'm fine pulling the trigger on that trade my wide receivers are sold as fuck I'm assuming you meant solid one league is brown droppable uh assuming you mean I, I don't know if you mean Marquise Brown or AJ Brown but no I wouldn't drop either of those Based on your rankings, Chark, Moore, Woods, Parker, I should sit more, but I kind of want to give him a last chance based on the matchups that I sit Woods. What's your view on the wide receivers? Um, Yeah, I mean, guys, again, like with, uh, you know, I, I just said, like with those wide receiver twos, 15 through 20, it's just going to go by my rankings. Like that, that's how I would play the guys. More is more is more in that Carolina offense has really not shown us that they're going to be using him like they did last year. Obviously, it's against the Falcons, so like he can have a, a blow up game, but. Thoughts on David Montgomery. Yeah, getting the volume. Pretty much exactly what I said in yesterday's video. I mean, we knew he's going to get the volume if he ends up getting into the end zone. Great. If he doesn't, he's going to be kind of shitty. But it was a tough matchup. And uh, I think, I think like, his range of outcomes is pretty much, like, from running back 12 to 24. And it's kind of solely dependent on the matchup. Like, if he's got a good matchup, you're going to feel really good about him. If he's got a shitty matchup, you're not going to feel good about him. I think that's what – I think you just – I think he's a good player to have because you know exactly what you actually have in him. That's That's the best way I could probably put it. Whereas like a Jarek McKinnon, you know, he can have that upside and he can have a really low floor, but you you never really know what you're going to get on a week-to-week basis if Mostert's healthy. How do you feel about Michael Thomas this week? Yeah, I, uh, I, I if I have him, I'm probably playing him. We'll put it that way. I'm, I'm pretty confident that the extra rest that they gave him is, is going to have him doing pretty well so I, I feel i feel good about michael thomas this week relatively mm-hmm. also i was offered julio for dj chark and rejected what do you think yeah i probably would have rejected that as well again i'm, I'm, I'm not looking to trade for injuries injuries are going to find your team no reason to find them yeah where are you worried about jock god damn it fucking fly i leave my windows open. you know what's i love my apartment but like it's too big it gets so fucking hot during the summer that i have to leave the air conditioning on to get it cold everywhere and my ac bill gets out of control like during the summer months it's so expensive so when it gets to this i try to keep my windows open rather than using the ac because it's like 65 outside I leave my windows open and then the fucking bugs come in because we don't have a fucking screen. Move into this place. Everything's beautiful. We don't have screens on the windows. I go to the front desk and be like, yo, what the fuck? Put a screen on my window. Like, yeah, we know a guy, a service that does it for you. It's like 150 bucks. I'm like, bitch, you know how much I fucking pay for rent? 
put a damn screen on my window. And then they didn't do that. So I didn't feel like paying for a screen. So realistically, my life choices come down to like how much value is getting mosquitoes out of my face worth. And apparently by my actions, it's not worth $150. So mosquitoes, you're fucking worthless. Um, am I worried about Josh Jacobs? No, nah, not really. The only worry I have about him is injuries. If he gets hurt, but I can't predict that. Thoughts on Antonio Gibson? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I tweeted about him like 70 times and kind of talked about him in my video yesterday. Um, so if you want to go back, I, you know, he's he's the goal line back there now without Peyton Barber. And uh, Peyton Barber hasn't done shit. Haskins out of the way. So he's he's got the – I mean, you know, Gibson's got the upside there. They're just not really letting him get the passing work that he should be getting yet. J.D. McKissick is, uh, is still running way more routes than Gibson, and it's a fucking problem. Very, very frustrating. I'm frustrated. Frust frustrated. Point per touch, rushing or receiving, trading Hines to get Dobbins for later in league, not needing to start now. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm fine with that. I mean, rest of season, I would much rather have Dobbins just because he actually has upside where Hines is fucking terrible. What's up, Nick? What up, Cal? Full point PPR for my flex. Who you thinking? Crowder, AJ Brown, Julian Edelman, Le'Veon Bell, Joshua Kelly. Oh, man, that's kind of disgusting. So here's here's what I'll do right now. I'm going to filter out AJ Brown. I just don't trust the injured knee at all. Um, so he's going to be out. Edelman's probably too risky because we don't know if Cam's going to be in the lineup or not. So if we get word like earlier than tomorrow's game is kicking off where the other guys are playing, and Cam is in the lineup. I might think about Edelman there, but he's probably too risky. So you probably take out Brown. You probably take out Edelman. Uh, so you're left with Crowder and Bell, a couple Jets and Josh Kelly. Man, that's kind of ugly there, man. Um, Crowder without Sam Darnold is not really my favorite. If Le'Veon Bell returns this week, I, I think he'll probably play a big part in the passing game. So I, between Bell and Kelly, I think I have Bell ranked higher, especially in a full point PPR, uh, given the matchup Kelly has with New Orleans and just they're being stout against the run. Uh, I'll, I'll probably actually go with Bell. Um, but if we do hear reports that like Bell is expected to be in a timeshare or split work in his first game back, uh, I, I would trust those reports. And then I go with Kelly. But if we don't really hear anything negative about Bell and he's supposed to suit up and he's going to be the starter or whatever, I'd roll with Bell there probably. Ooh. CJW, I feel like I hit your question about 40 minutes. Actually, I don't know if I'm like really delayed on this or not. So. Got trade offer for Keenan Allen. I receive Robbie Anderson and Marquise Brown. No, keep Keenan Allen. Really appreciate it. Yes, my two. Yeah, okay, cool. David Johnson and Chark for Carson. I get Carson. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Carson's a fucking beast right now. If uh, if you don't need Chark necessarily and, like, you're not going to have to start, like, fucking Brashad Perriman, Denzel Mims in your wide receiver two or three role, uh, then, yeah, I, I would make the upgrade from Johnson up to Carson. Should I trade Mike Davis after this week? Who should I talk? Yeah, no one's going to trade for Mike Davis, unfortunately. I mean, as soon as Christian McCaffrey says he's coming back, who the fuck wants Mike Davis? Half PPR flex. Need two of three. OBJ, Hollywood, Fuller, McKinnon. All right, so Fuller is pretty much it. You can't sit him at this point. When he's on the field and he's not dealing with a fucking hamstring strain, which is like 92% of the time, but we seem to be in the 8% right now. Fuller uh, needs to be in there. I'm going to start OBJ over Hollywood just because he's actually shown us something this year. Um, I do like McKinnon, though, a lot. Personally, if it's my team, who's OBJ got? They got they got the Colts this week. They do, right? 
Yeah, they got the Colts. Xavier Rhodes been somehow he's he's he has closed the fucking road, bro. Like he's been really, really. I think he might be the number one overall graded cornerback per PFF this year. He's been so shitty the last couple of years, and then he plays absolutely dynamite. And that's one of the reasons the Colts defense has been so good. So I'm a little bit nervous about OBJ. Um, I might roll with Fuller and McKinnon to be honest. Jonathan Taylor, Gibson, rest of season, definitely JT. It's gonna it, things will come together for JT, man. Michael Thomas, Mike Davis, and Kareem Hunt for Calvin Ridley, Josh Jacobs, and Jamal Williams. Who wins? Ooh, that's a that's a fucking blockbuster trade. So, um, oh man. So I'd probably just like wipe out Jamal Williams and Mike Davis. You do have for another week. So that might be the tiebreaker right there. Having Mike Davis for this week, as long as you could play him, because he's kind of been like an RB one. Um, and if you have C-Mac, then obviously you take that side because he's got the handcuff. But I don't I don't really think there's a clear winner. I think at this point, you'll probably take Ridley over Michael Thomas. Rest of season, I would probably take Hunt over Josh Jacobs, but it's really fucking close. Um, man, there's I, I don't really see a I don't if it's if it's full PPR, I'll go with the Hunt side. If it's anything else, I'll, I think I'll go with Ridley and Josh Jacobs there. Chan, assuming Carson has a big big week, is he a good sell high? Nah, I'm gonna hold on to him, man. I mean, I'm I'm just gonna I'm I, I don't think there's any reason to get rid of any pieces of this Seattle offense unless you're getting an absolute fucking haul. Flex two, full PPR. Oh boy. I'm gonna run through these quickly, guys, because my rankings are there and they're up there for you. Flex two PPR, Justin Jefferson, Josh Kelly, James White, AJ Brown, and Kenyon Drake. Uh Jefferson and Drake. Thoughts on Chris Herndon now that Flacco's at QB? Nope. Absolutely not getting anywhere near your fucking lineup. Got trade offer for Keenan Allen. Okay, I answered that 72 times already, please. Full PPR, need RB2 and flex. Devonta Freeman, Damian Harris, J.K. Dobbins, Brian Hill, Naeem Hines, Zach Moss, Cam Akers, T.Y. Hilton, Russell Gage, Jesus, mother fudging Christ. Full PPR, need RB2 and flex. So RB2, I will go with Damian Harris. And your flex, I will go with... Uh, assuming that D Johnson is Deontay Johnson, I'll go with Deontay. I just put on my big boy pants and flipped Zach Moss for Le'Veon Bell straight up in Dynasty. Need a starter for the season. Putting my whoa, that's a very interesting trade. Very interesting trade. Zach Moss's value in Dynasty has probably plummeted over the last. He's actually probably a guy I would buy right now. It's only been a couple weeks and he's been hurt and. I don't know if I trust Singletary for the long term, but interesting, uh, interesting flip for sure. Should I pick up Chase Edmonds and drop Kelly? No, definitely don't drop Kelly, but Chase Edmonds kind of needs to be owned, just not for the price of Kelly. Got trade offer for Keen. Got that already. All Gucci. What up, Nick? Post-COVID destination outside the U.S. Um, good fucking question, bro. I'm, I'm kind of teetering between like I just want to go to like a Mexican resort and do like all inclusive and just get shitty for a week. But I also kind of want to have some, maybe Amsterdam or Paris. That's what I'm thinking about. My mom sent me an old rookie shack card the other day, pumped also we need another Mark stream. We don't care about the consequences. <laughs> yeah. Well, we were going to, we were going to stream fucking Thursday night football bills versus chiefs, but they just were like, fuck you guys. We just want to do what we want. We don't care about big dog streams. We care more about our TV revenue. And I'm like, that's fucking very disrespectful, very disrespectful. Nick, your best Halloween costume you've ever worn. If you can go as anything, what costume would you wear? Uh, so me and me and Steve have a phenomenal fucking 
costume for this year. Unfortunately, I don't think we're really going to be able to show it off because I don't know if we're going to have like a Halloween party to go to. But this was by far and away the best costume that we've done. Me and Steve always do like a black and white costume because I'm white and he's black. Pause. This was us a few years back. We did Hey Arnold and Gerald. Easily our best costume up to date. But I think the new costume that we have planned is going to be um, is is probably more comical. I don't want to give it away, though. Would you want Adam Gase to coach your son's flag football? Fucking absolutely not. Probably have to call the police on him within like a day. Is JK, ooh, is JK Dobbins worth stashing and redraft? And if I have Zeke, would it be better to take Pollard instead of Dobbins? That's that's a good question. Um, that's a very good question. I mean, Dobbins, I, I think we know what Dobbins is at this point. He's, he's strictly a stash that we're just hoping the talent prevails. But honestly, in this in this environment, I would probably take Pollard over Dobbins just to be safe. Because your team is absolutely fucked if something happens to Zeke. What's your favorite type of Marg to make? Always, always a house Marg. Always regular Marg. Anytime I go somewhere that does like flavored marks and stuff, you, I always try the house mark first. Would you play Breeze over Herbert or Burrow if Michael Thomas returns this week? Yeah, they're they're very close for me. I want to say in my rankings, um, Breeze has kind of resuscitated his his life a little bit. Um, I probably need to move Herbert up in the rankings a little bit, but that's you know at New Orleans, that's kind of tough. I, I would play Breeze over uh, over those options you named. He would be my QB there over Burrow and Herbinator. I was going to slam AJ Brown in my flex, but your thoughts on the knee have me worried. Might throw Darius Slayton in there instead versus the Cowboys. Yeah, I would I would definitely I would I would personally throw Darius Slayton in and the matchup is fucking incredible. Is it worth it to drop Hayden Hurst for T Higgins if my other tight end is Jonah Smith? Man, Jonah, what a disappointment. Jonah Smith was looking so good, and then this Tennessee Titans team just fucked everything up. Um, I don't know. My, my problem with T. Higgins is just like, when are you ever actually going to start that guy? Also, like, yeah, I guess you don't really need a tight end two. Um, that's that that's a that's a tough that's a tough question. Like, who? I, I don't know. Like, are you ever going to be able to start T. Higgins? That's that's really the question. Since Chubb is injured, should I target someone like Antonio Gibson as my RB2? Sure. Sure. AJ Brown for Justin Jefferson in full PPR. Uh, if that's redraft, yeah, I'll take Jefferson rest of season. Who's been your biggest fantasy disappointment this year? I'd have to say... I would have to say... Um, hmm... Outside of the injuries, I would say DJ Moore. I was excited for him in this offense. I thought he was going to play the Robbie Anderson role. But clearly Anderson is the dude to own there. So DJ Moore is is certainly disappointing. DJ Chark, Woods, or McLaurin in standard need two. Uh, I'll start McLaurin and Chark in standard. What's your analysis on Hollywood? He's been scaring me, and I've been struggling to decide between starting him and over Boyd. I know you have Boyd ranked higher, but could Brown break out this week? Uh, yeah, I mean, he's got, obviously, the the matchup against the Bengals, and they seem to be like a team that everyone just fucking breaks out against. So, yeah, Hollywood could absolutely do it. I mean, uh, if you look at, like, he's getting the targets that we need him to get, but he's either dropping the passes or, like, Lamar is just overshooting him. So he's one of those guys where, like, you hear it week in and week out. We're like, oh, he missed him on a fucking 
you know, he missed him on a, a 40 yard walk in touchdown or whatever. That's like Hollywood every week. So if I'm looking at his player profiler page right now. Um, target share, 26.5%, number eight in the NFL. His air yards, number seven. His air yard share, so he's got 43.6% of the air yards on Baltimore, number three in the NFL. His average target distance, number one in the NFL. He's got 12 deep targets, number two in the NFL. But his unrealized air yards, number four in the NFL. Um, his catchable target rate, number 70. So uh, in terms of yards per out run, 2.66 is number 10 in the NFL. So he's as the, even though the fantasy points in the fantasy days have not come together yet, like Brown is doing what we expected him to do. Uh, we're just not seeing we're not seeing the glue there yet. We're not seeing the mesh. So I could see like a big second half of the season. I could see, you know, this could definitely be the game against the Bengals. So, um, yeah, I, I would I would probably still go with my rankings there. Why is Big Ben so low in the rankings this week? Uh, Philly's defense has just been very, um, they've been very stout. And taking away Darius Slay, um, take, or t- Darius Slay taking away Deontay Johnson on the outside makes me a little bit nervous um, for Ben's like passing upside. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I just don't see a big volume game here. I just see a game that could get kind of messy. That's not a big offensive shootout. I don't even know where I have him ranked right now. Where do I have him? Done it. 16. Yeah, I just I don't, I don't love the matchup. I don't love what I expect the game plan to be there for Pittsburgh. But, he I mean, he could do his 250-2 and two and be fine for you. Who would you look to get in return for Chubb? Uh, I would need way more context. I mean, redraft, dynasty, like, I you know. I don't know what your team looks like. Who are you trying to trade for right now? Who are you trying to trade away just generally? Um, so let me see. Let's see. I sent out like 42 offers last week for 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 people. I just can't really remember. I was, I've was i been trying to trade for Mostert. I was trying to trade for Mostert last week. I tried to trade for Le'Veon last week. I tried to trade for... I was, I was trying to trade for James Robinson, honestly, for people that still don't really think that He's like very legit and is going to have this workhorse role for a long time. Um, so if you can get James Robinson, like even at fair value, I would try to get him. Who else am I trying to trade for or away? I, I for Hollywood Brown is a guy that I would probably look to get to just because of all those uh, unrealized air yards and just the opportunity there that he's not um, turning into points. And all the injured players are guys that I'm fine moving. AJ Brown, Julio. Chubb, Eckler, and Redraft, like those are all guys that people just look at the name and just assume that whatever the injury timeline was given, they just like go best case scenario. Like, oh, I'll have Eckler back in two to three weeks. Like, no, you fucking won't, my guy. So you're not worried about Boyd versus Humphrey. Uh, Well, I I thought, oh, I thought I, uh, I thought I put, um, What's it called? I thought I put Brown over um, over Boyd. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, Boyd versus Humphreys is definitely a little bit concerning, but um, Boyd's just been so fucking consistent. Like, he is Joe Burrow's go-to guy. Now, this could turn into a messy game, and Boyd could put up, you know, a 5 for 40 game or whatever, but I just think he's kind of shown us who he is, so. You're getting a floor play with Boyd. You have the ceiling play in Brown. They're they're close. I think it's 22 and 24. Uh, 
Should I trade for Devin Singletary since I have Chubb injured? Ah, I don't really trust Singletary that much with Zach Moss coming back. Since you are a Mar guy, how you feel about mojitos? Yeah, I don't, I don't mind a mojito, man. I don't mind a mojito on a nice, a nice refreshing summer afternoon. You know, get that fucking mint in your mouth, and you're feeling good. You're feeling refreshed. Yeah, I fuck with mojitos, Moscow mules, mojitos. I'll put anything in my fucking mouth, to be honest. Pause. You know what I meant. Woods, Fuller, A.J. Brown, Marquise Brown, Boyd, PPR, need two. Uh, Fuller and Woods. Trade for Le'Veon Bell. What did you offer? Um, I think I offered... Let me see. It was an E-Town get down. I want to say I offered Hawkinson. Maybe Hawkinson. Corey Davis. And, like, Zach Moss or James White. They're all guys, like... I have Travis Kelsey, so I'm never really using Hawkinson. I have Lockett, Thielen, Fuller, McLaurin, so I'm never using Corey Davis. And then uh, Zach Moss, obviously, and James White are really not getting into my lineup. So it was three guys that have been doing fine, but like I don't, I have no use for them. Offer was denied, though. <laughs> what do you think about my offer, Kelly and Deontay Johnson for Gibson? Yeah, I think that's I, I think that's a fair who's calling me. I think that's a fair trade. I think uh I think I would I guess depending on your team, but I, I would probably take the Gibson side there. It's definitely definitely fair. Definitely fair. If you have both Drake and Edmonds, gotta hold both, right? Yeah, unfortunately you gotta you're probably gonna have to keep two roster spots available for them too, just to see what happens. Nick, favorite movie to watch during Halloween? Hmm, good question. So there's like kids movies. Like I low key, I fuck, I fuck with Hocus Pocus, man. Hocus Pocus is a great movie. Halloween Town on Disney fucks. Um, in terms of real scary movies, I'll never get tired of like Nightmare on Elm Street or any of the old like Jason movies. Um, Halloween, fantastic. I love Saw, even though it's not a Halloween movie. I think it's one of my favorite. Yo, the new um, Haunting of Hill House. Great fucking horror movie on or horror show on Netflix. One of the first like true horror TV shows that was good. Like it actually had a fucking plot. It was incredible, right? Like horror shows are usually terrible. This is one of my favorites. And the sequel just came out yesterday. So I'll probably be watching that soon. I'll watch like any new scary movie though. I love horror movies. I really do. It's weird. It's kind of weird. Watching them alone, though. I don't I don't typically try to do that shit. All right, y'all. I'm about to piece the freak out. And uh, I don't know what I'm doing for the rest of the day, actually. I think Steve might come here later. Maybe we'll, we'll whip up some margaritas. So uh, if, if you want to go see what we're up to, Instagram is usually the place I'll be posting the stories and whatnot. Sometimes on Twitter as well. So go follow me there. Thank you for joining me up to this point. Again, if you want to get into next week's Patreon Q&A, it's patreon.com forward slash BDGE. All of my rankings are up there, live, updated, real time. You'll get Dynasty rankings. You'll get the Q&A access. You'll get in-season rankings. You will get access to our Discord. I love you all. Hit the thumbs up. I'm out of words to say. That's usually when you should cue the ending of a podcast. Peace.